Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Fi, a podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, we're talking about something that's been all the rage lately. Oh, what is it? It's air fryers. Oh yeah, my sister got one of those. Uh, A lot of people love them. So the question is, what's so special about them? And how do air fryers even work? That's true. So air fryers, uh, basically they use a circulation of hot air to cook food that would otherwise be, you know, submerged in oil. Uh, It's kind of like a self-contained convection oven, if you want to think about it that way. It basically uses fans to circulate the hot air so that it cooks things very evenly. Most ovens are actually not convection. They have heating elements that heat up the food, but might not always do it completely evenly. So a convection oven has a fan in it that moves the air around constantly, which helps to kind of distribute the heat evenly uh, around the space inside the oven, which helps to cook the food more evenly. This also cooks faster since it takes less time for each part of food to reach that required temperature. And so the circulating air cooks the outside of foods first, which creates a crispy brown coating, right? Uh, and keeps the inside very soft, kind of like how deep fried foods work. Is an air fryer just another name for a tabletop sized convection oven then? <laughs> that is the, uh, the meme. Uh, so there are some differences. Uh, even if the core functions kind of are the same. Uh, Air fryer blasts the food with very hot air and fast circulating air. The max temperature is usually about 400 degrees Fahrenheit, but it cooks much faster than a 400 degree oven does. And air is actually a fairly poor heat transfer medium. Uh, So fast air circulation really speeds up the heat transfer so that it mimics being kind of immersed oil, which again transfers heat much more quickly. Maybe we should explain that. Uh, It's all about heat conduction, correct? Yeah, exactly. So if you put your hand inside of a 400 degree oven, you know, you're actually fine for a few seconds because again, air conducts heat pretty slowly. But if you touched a metal pan in the oven, you know, it'll burn your hand instantly, right? Because metal is actually very good at conducting heat. So a convection oven here uses fans to kind of move that air around uh, and it's like baking but actually 25 percent faster so a lot of people get uh, the air fryer because they say it's healthier for you so are air fried foods really better for you ah the million dollar diet question (laughs) Uh, by most measures air frying is healthier than frying oil it cuts calories by you know 70 to 80 percent and it has a lot of fat a lot less fat Uh, in the resulting uh, food. So air frying as a cooking method might also cut down on some of the more harmful effects of oil frying. For example, the reaction that happens when you fry potatoes or other starchy foods, you know, it makes that chemical acrylamide, which research has linked to actually greater chances of getting cancer. Uh, One study showed that air frying lowers the amount of acrylamide in fried potatoes by something like 90%. Ah, well, that's good to know. Um, So health aside, what are the other upsides of having an air fryer? uh, Let's say if you already have a good convection oven. Mm, Good question. So for the people who say that an air fryer is just a convection oven, it's kind of like telling a pizza maker his wood fighter brick stove is also just a convection oven. 
there is quite a lot of things in the design that make it better for that specific use case. Uh, for example, an air fryer is smaller and generally a better fit portion size-wise as well. That means you don't have to heat up your oven just to fry something, along with all that energy usage as well. Uh, you can kind of use your oven for something else. An air fryer is also a specially shaped chamber and has a really strong fan. So again, this speeds up the cooking process much more than a normal convection oven. And this is also how it achieves results more like frying than baking. And another big part of it is the design is easier to clean, right? Since it's designed to be taken apart pretty, pretty, uh, uh, for cleaning pretty easily. It also has a built-in rack and drip tray. Most have handles. Some have stirring bits built in as well. They're much more convenient than uh, sticking something in a convection oven. You don't have to really worry about catching the oil drips uh, while keeping whatever you're frying on a rack. Uh, you know, other things like quick to start up, uh, kind of a fire and forget, easy to clean. That's what you're paying for. It's not the technology uh, or even a concept. It's convenience. So if you have access to one, try it out to see how much time you save and make your decision yourself. Ah, convenience. I guess that's the same argument uh, for a related kitchen device, which is the Instant Pot, correct? Totally. That's why the Instant Pot sells so well, even though it's essentially just a tricked-out pressure cooker. <laughs> well, isn't it a combination of a few different things? Okay, okay, fair. Uh, yes, it's really a multi-cooker, uh, which means it's a, you know, there's, there's a pressure cooker plus a slow cooker, and they like to talk about it as even a six-in-one. But the important thing is it's designed to be incredibly convenient, extremely easy to use and clean, the whole fire and forget uh, ideology. People are always amazed at that. Um, you know, they, they ask how it is that the Instant Pot gets to cook, um, you know, roast potatoes and um, pot roast so much faster than a regular oven. So maybe we should cover that. I know. Uh, it is, it is uh, uh, magical. Uh, but the scientific answer is twofold. The, you know, it's the pressure. The pressure increases the boiling temperature of the water uh, that is doing the cooking. So that means a higher temperature means a higher, a faster heat transfer. And water is also, you know, by far a lot more conductive than air. Uh, kind of similar to the example we described earlier, right? Boiling water will hurt your, will hurt your fingers if you immediately touch it. So it's quite an interesting story of how the Instant Pot actually came to be, right? Oh yeah, let's, let's get into that. It all started after a guy in Canada named Robert Wang after he lost his job in 2008. So he had been the chief scientist at a mobile messaging company, but the company's CEO shut down Wang's division, putting him out of a job. And that's when he decided to turn his attention toward solving a, problem, a personal problem he had been pondering. He and his wife both worked, and they had very little time to cook fast, tasty, and healthy meals for their two young kids who were about four and eight at the time. Yeah, it's a great entrepreneurial story. Um, and how long did he work on it before it was ready? It took Wang about 18 months to develop that first iteration of the Instant Pot. You know, including things like finding a manufacturer, ironing out the kinks of the design, and tweaking even the firmware and algorithms before releasing the first Instant Pot product on Amazon in October 2010. I think he sank roughly like $300,000 of his own personal savings into the project just to get it to market. Wow, well, it seems like it was worth it and the rest is history. <laughs> That's right. Millions of Instant Pots have been sold since then. 
And 2010 sounds a little familiar. That 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 was only 10 years ago. 2010 uh, was 10 years ago. Uh, and coincidentally, you know, it was also in 2010 that the Dutch company uh, Philips introduced the air fryer brand of convection oven at a, I think, a consumer electronics fair in Berlin. So actually, the two of them launched right around the same time, 10 years ago. <laughs> well, now we know all about them. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit, and we will see you all next week.